from the frozen lands of Minnesota. Two adventurers, Adam and usually Dave, battle the harshest internet connections to bring you another episode of the Digital Soup Podcast. Their opinions are unqualified, but the conversations are good. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm Usually Dave. Joining me, as always, is Adam, and this is the all-new Digital Soup Podcast, where we are answering questions that you didn't ask. Adam, what's going on, man? Well, I'm ready to answer some questions that nobody asked, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. And, of course, um, the entire country on a lockdown, basically. Not on an yeah. official lockdown, but we're all dealing and handling COVID-19 slash the coronavirus and um, dealing with the fallout of everything being closed and schools being closed and it's an unprecedented time. So that's yeah. really, that's really it. Yeah. That's same here, on. man. <laughs> At work, you're, you're lucky you, you've got a, a job where you're working from home. Although I know, uh, not the case for the whole household, but I'm, Great. I'm jealous of that because definitely sitting at my desk today, watching people come in and every little sniffle and cough and you're like, Oh man, <laughs> this could be it. Could be yeah, them. You can't help but worry about it a little bit. Yep, exactly. Well, we teased it. We teased it already. Last week, in the previous weeks that we had something new coming for you guys, we're not going to go into big fanfare. This is what we're going to do, but welcome to the new era of Digital Soup. And as we said, we've removed some restrictions, and we're just going to get into some fun and welcome you guys to the all-new Digital Soup. So let's, uh, let's get right into this. Why don't you set this up? Yeah, let's do it. Well, I guess I'm going to start off with the fact that the what we're going to be doing is answering questions that we found out online. Yep. Just scoured the internet. Out there. Yep. And th- so they're not necessarily going to be tech related or gaming related or anything or geek related stuff. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Yep. And uh, we just thought it would be fun to check out some of these weird random questions and just talk about them. And of course, we're also going to talk about some top 10 stuff today. Yeah. And kind of go through a list of things and we're still going to have our recommendations and stuff like that. But I'm going to start mm-hmm. off with this one. This is really timely. Um, what yeah. is a good TV series that can pass the time in, I don't know, 14 days? <laughs> Standard quarantine time. What is yeah. a good bingey? Bingey. Bingey. New word. <laughs> I'm going to bingey. Binge worthy <laughs> television series. Quit playing with your bingey. What? <laughs> Was that Tommy go, Boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, what what comes to your mind as as your favorite binge worthy TV show? I mean, well, I mean, we can both say Stranger Things off the top of our heads. Is yeah, I mean show. that that's what I was thinking. Like, what 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 would be a good answer here? Like something that we all know and love already that we've seen, like like Stranger Things, like The Witcher, which we talked about. Um, even things like The Office or Parks and Rec, those are mm. some great ones. Yeah. You know, especially lighthearted uh, like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Right now, some lighthearted stuff right. would be good instead of, I mean, you don't want to be watching Contagion right now. <laughs> and so, you know, just, you're just yeah. living it. So right. I like that one, The Officer. Um, Parks and Rec. Parks I, and Rec, yeah. Let me ask you this then. We'll add a question on your question. You, did you watch both Parks and Rec and The Office? 
Yes. Which yes, do you prefer? Office all the way. Office Parks and Rec is good. I liked I liked the Office, although after I got about halfway through and then through the first season of Parks and Rec, by season two, I was all in. I, I became a diehard <laughs> Parks and Rec guy. I would watch that over the Office in a heartbeat. It's kind of like The Office. I mean, it is, but it Same is so format. different. The thing is, Ron Swanson is like my spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> I've been thinking awesome. about even shaving the mustache in. I don't have shaving his, it in. you know. Oh. Well, you know, getting rid of the beard and leaving just the mustache. No, just hold your face in the shape of your beard without the mustache <laughs> and then go like, <laughs> and then you get it to grow. And I'll hide bacon in my ceiling panels and... Yep. <laughs> well, what's this? This is vegetarian bacon. He puts it in the what? garbage. Right. Thank you, man. I have another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Parks and Rec in the Office. Yeah, those are great binge-worthy TV shows. Um, what about some new ones that maybe uh, you haven't watched yet, but are on your radar? That you know, stuff you want to watch. Oh man. One on for me is Altered Carbon. Watch. Altered yeah, Carbon have, season two. I've yet to is watch out. that one. Did you see season one? No, I haven't watched oh, it yet, but I'd like you to. You need to. It's good. I, I saw okay. season one. I watched that one. And season two is out now, and it's such a brilliant concept. Um, you know what it is, mm-hmm. right? I vaguely remember because I think we talked about it on the show once. But. Okay, so the quick, quick and simple version, basically it's set in a future where humanity has figured out how to take all of you, your conscious, your being, your memories, everything, and they distill it down into what they call a stack. It's like a little disc that goes into vertebrae in your neck. They treat human bodies as nothing more than sleeves. So people are able to essentially, as long as you can die, your physical body can die. And as long as that stack, that disc isn't damaged, they can pop it out and put it into another person's body. Now, in this huh. future world, season one opens up because this, this you know kind of super soldier, for lack of a different term, um, he's brought back to try and solve a murder of a very wealthy person that was murdered and then his memories were downloaded, all this other stuff. Very, very cool. And the, the, the thing that's amazing about it is season two has an all new cast of characters playing the same characters as season one and they can get away with it because all those characters are just yeah. inserted oh, into a new body. Okay. So it's kind of a very evergreen show that they can keep going with new stories, new mysteries, Nice, forever nice. if they want it's it's a really cool sci-fi premise so okay well i had started watching lost in space when that one came out and i, I mm-hmm. haven't picked up on that one in a while i didn't oh, watch um, that one i thought of this one jason would be all over this one brooklyn 99 ah yeah yeah yep i've heard that you want you want a long-term way more than 14 days you go after the simpsons because all those are on Oof. disney or the so or that's friends. Long, it's like Where's, 30 years yeah where did friends <laughs> end up again is that a Hulu? Uh, I forget where. Because I know Netflix pulled it. Oh, did they? I don't know. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to be anyways. I don't but, know if uh, they did, but. Um, a series that I've seen that I really enjoyed. Otherwise, you know, Breaking Bad, of course, is classic. Um, oh, what's the one with the uh, the motorcycle club? Oh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. I couldn't think of the name of it. With I never Kelly. saw either one of them. Very I've, good. Addictive, I've watched addictive bits and series. pieces, but both of them were so big by the time I started really hearing people say, you have to be watching this, that Ugh. I just didn't have the time. Like Walking Dead, you know, we talked about it with Jason yeah. how many times. I watched it's season like one, but there's... thousand seasons. Yeah, so doesn't much it feel to watch. Like, doesn't it feel like you're, you're 
facing a mountain when somebody asks, Sometimes. hey, did you check out this show? And there's eight seasons of it. Especially when it's one you haven't uh, seen yet. I mean, we could say the same thing about The Office and Parks and Rec. They both went for, what, mm-hmm. six, eight, 13 seasons, whatever it is. Yep. But those are half-hour episodes. They're real quick. So about 20 yep. minutes, yeah, you 20 know, minutes. streaming time. But those ones we've all seen so much, and you can jump in and out of, you know. But going into a big, like, story-heavy type of show where it's, you know, like Lost even. Yep. If you didn't watch that from the beginning, that's a mountain to climb because you know yeah. you have so much to get through. Well, and this is now's the time if you're a big time TV watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, one note about The Office: you couple that, like, if you're going to rewatch it, couple mm-hmm. that with the Office Ladies podcast from yeah. yeah, and just watch one episode, listen to their discussion. It's fascinating their stuff. I've been I've been checking right. it out and rewatching. That's that's something mm-hmm. I'd love to do, but I I don't get 14 days off. I'm at work, so. Business as usual well, for me. It's, in case you got diagnosed, you'd have for yeah. If I know, if I did suspicion, yeah, I've got a list ready just in case. Okay, so <laughs> question. Here's another question for you. Yeah, yeah. You've died, and you find oh. that instead of going to heaven, you've only leveled up to Earth 2.0. Ooh, what are some things that make Earth 2.0 better, but not quite heaven? Mm, no Bieber. <laughs> no. Whoa. I, I don't mean the person. I mean music. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Sorry, dead. that sounded dark. Beaver's dead. No, I, I mean uh, <laughs> in, in Earth 2.0, he got deported back to Canada, and, and he stayed there. Um, no. <laughs> Boy, Honestly, that's, that's a good point, one. though. Real good music that I like on the radio. Yeah. Because there's so the, much music you haven't heard of out there. As as trite as this will sound, the reemergence where MTV never went the way of reality television and they kept playing music videos. And <laughs> maybe like they're, I don't like this, man. I don't like that. <laughs> well, then maybe they're like but liquid television with Beavis and Butthead and Eon Flux and all of those. I used to love that stuff too. Uh, <laughs> other stuff like regular Earth stuff. I think it would be cool if... Um, you know stuff like like your basics you know food gas you know all the stuff you need if if somehow on earth 2.0 it you know you still have to work because i i think that's part of who we are not that sure. your job is you but i think you need that to develop skills to do the things you want to do so from that aspect though but having something where where your basics taking care of your family all that kind of stuff is not as crazy as expensive as it can be right now. So you can you can use that money to actually have memorable trips with your family and go do the things you want to do, you know what I mean? Where there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. more of an emphasis on personal growth and personal experience than on stuff. What if we had 36-hour days but you still mm-hmm. only needed Eight hours of sleep. You get eight hours of sleep? No. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, what's this? <laughs> I You're don't. on Earth 2.0 already. <laughs> but what if what if there's 36 hours in a day? It's just, that's just what it turns out to be. Now, all of a sudden, you get so much more done. Right. Uh, That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Or let's say foods that are terrible for you yes. are now ultra healthy. Now we're talking. Yeah. Because... Yeah, hello burger eating, time. Eating one cheeseburger is like like eating one celery stick and one carrot. 
<laughs> oh, just one carrot and one celery stick for a cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm going to need a few of them burgers. <laughs> Got to get my burgers in. <laughs> Bacon grows on trees. We're we're limiting it down to like serious things here. We need <laughs> Bacon grows on trees. <laughs> Fully cooked crispy in the morning. Oh. oh. Like a little yep. bacon garden. Yep. A bacon yeah, garden. Yeah. And then um let's see what else? What else? Everybody knows how to swim really well. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great. Yeah. Um no mosquitoes. No ticks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ticks, mosquito. And we, we need some insects to keep things moving, you know, in the plant yeah. world. Oh yeah, bees. Ecosystem. And, yeah, all but, of that, but the useless ones like mosquitoes and wood ticks. You know what else? Um, Let's get rid of skunks while we're at it. Or just remove their stink glands. Yes, that'd be I'd be fine with that. <laughs> so they sprayed you and you skunk. smelled like bacon. Oh. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, that's we, acceptable. Would we have to call them bunk? I mean, remember, we can't we can't bacon make skunk? this Yeah, bacon skunk okay. bunk. We can't call it quite heaven. <laughs> So there's got to be some no. little limitations. It's got to be somewhat better. I mean, that's why I said, I think yep. you still have to work. I think you yep, still, still have Twitter. to, you know, it'd be like, okay, so it, right now, if you go on a treadmill and you run for, you know, a half hour, that's going to give you, let's say, X amount of exercise, you know, level 80 exercise. Yeah. Right. Maybe on Earth 2.0, you still have to exercise, but you can do, if you ran for like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it's the equivalent of like a half hour to an hour now. Mm. You know, little tweaks like that. Ooh, what about... <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> no, it's nothing major. What about uh, the end of all of your favorite shows getting canceled as soon as they start getting good? Mm-hmm. Firefly never would have gone away. Right. Or it would have gone to its natural conclusion. You know, it, yeah, it might have yeah. might have only gone three seasons because yeah. that's all some, the story had. But yeah, you need to have closure on some shows that you like, though. Right, that's what I mean. Like if they if they plan on telling a story over ten seasons, bingo. But no more drawn out mm-hmm. seasons where it should have ended in season four, but they kept it going for thirteen. And also, no more really good shows that should have gone for ten seasons getting canceled after one and a half. True. Nice. I mean, oh, this is, and this goes beyond the obvious that you know, no crime. Right. Stuff like that. Well, I think you got to have a little crime. Maybe not. No, maybe no. How about this? There's still some crime, break-ins, robbery, stuff like that occasionally, but no more rape, murder, um, you know, like pedophilia, child, none of that stuff like that. The only crime you have is like someone stealing those bacon carrots out of your garden. Mm. Bacon carrot. Now it's growing in the ground. Well, you said it replaces a carrot and a celery stick, so I'm I'm just putting bacon everywhere. It, I, I meant nutritionally. Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> okay, that'd be kind of like heaven, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want dirt on my bacon. Well, the the dirt would be just like brown sugar. <laughs> the dirt's made of brownies. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> everywhere is Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah, you just reach down and grab a scoop. Yep. Oh no, that's <laughs> bee stings. Terrible. Every insect sting or bite gives you some kind of benefit. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's stung by a bee. All of a sudden, I I can fly. I don't know. <laughs> your NFL player, like your your pro sports, 
Like they're just raising wasps and bees to get the speed boost from it, or some, yep. you know some of the superpowers. That'd be wild. Now, we're, now we're into heaven territory. I think again. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, enough. All enough. right. Yeah. So, what was normal to have in 2010, but not in 2020? Ooh. 2010. I'm trying to think, what was in? Like, what was? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> what was normal that... back then? Probably. Um, Flip phone. Although they're coming back. Why? Samsung and all these places are, are bringing out their flip phones, which are essentially folding touchscreen phones. But hmm. but a, fl- a, a flip phone, maybe. What about, um, was 2010? Now, that was at well after Nokia. Yeah. Mm. Trying to think Normal back. in 2010. A Web 2.0 website. Yeah. Yeah. Flash mm-hmm. websites. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, Flash <laughs> is actually reaching end of life. It's going to be end of support by the end of this year. Google will, hmm. Chrome will no longer run Flash. Who is, let's see, who is some of the big like entertainment people that were pop culture type things that everyone was wearing certain clothes or? Gosh, you're asking the wrong person. Boy, 2010. That must have been the hmm. era of like black eyed peas. I'm just going to type 2010 into Google right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm remember. I'm trying to think. Like 2010, I was already married four years. Our daughter was a year old. It was the year MMX. Hmm. That's a Maybe. great question. Like people stockpile anything? I don't know. Oh, you know, hmm, the the idea... Um, I was trying to think how to word it. The idea of how how like passports and the enhanced IDs and all of that stuff have changed, but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of the opposite of that. It's something that you wouldn't have had in 2010, but is normal now. So that doesn't work. Hmm. Well, the H one N one pandemic was ended in 2010. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, now it's yeah, now it's normal again, and we're back. Okay, all right. So what only exists because of people's stupidity? Um, half the laws and rules that you see. <laughs> all right, and, I agree. Uh, here's another one. Here's a more specific answer. The warning on a cup of hot coffee from McDonald's. Mm. You know, that is a contested story because a lot of people are like, well, duh, the coffee was hot. But the... Uh, the the temperature of the coffee was almost to the boiling point back then. McDonald's yeah. actually, if I remember right, according to news sources, they they ended up reducing that because that like scalded and melted that woman's skin. Right. That was but dang still. Hot. But yeah, it's yeah. think of think of think of warnings on most things. Yep. Like I just saw, not to bring this to the the serious coronavirus topic. But when this all was just kind of getting ramped up a few weeks ago, there was literal warnings put out that people should not put frozen potatoes up their rear end. And actually, that wasn't anything to do with the virus now that I think of it. It was it was uh, people were doing this to cure hemorrhoids. Is this real? This is real. I've seen warnings coming out. Frozen potatoes inside your uh, nether regions will not get rid of hemorrhoids. So a warning someone had to put <laughs> and out. It because, also won't julienne your fries for you. 
Someone had to put that out there. I'm going to, I like the lines that you're thinking of here because I'm going to also add, uh, now you have to have warnings and special packaging to keep people from eating Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, that's there's cool. just warnings with the coronavirus stuff. There's there's a few groups out there that are are hawking a product that essentially turns into an industrial bleach, and they're saying you got to mix that with some some other stuff, and then that'll keep you cured from what ails you, including coronavirus. Don't drink bleach, people. R- right. That's a and, bad uh, idea. You yeah. Oh man. Indoor. There's so many of them are rules, especially like if you get you could go down a deep rabbit hole yeah. of looking at rules. Like, yeah. But what are some physical laws? things? Yeah, physical things that only exist. Um, hmm. I'm thinking there's got to be like to, I've got there's got to be like some stuff. Yeah, some safety equipment because someone was not too bright. Trampolines. Yeah. The, the rules on trampolines, which granted it's a safety thing, don't send me hate mail, but when we were kids, you'd have 10, 12 kids bouncing around on a trampoline. No one thought twice about it. Now they got big warning signs and label, you know, rules. Only one person at a time, and the, you know, because people were, you know, doing the bounces to each other and breaking necks and stuff like that. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm actually really going to, I'm going to summon the power of the internet on this because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. So what stu- exists because of stupidity. All right. All right. Cheeseburger.com. What do you have? <laughs> A sticker on curling irons that says for external use only. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that takes the potato and knocks it out of the yeah. park. Oh, this one I have seen on mine. On a chainsaw, do not attempt to stop the chain with your hands. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. It is all warning signs, though. It's always it's always signs. It has to be because if it, what else? I mean, the iPhone doesn't exist because someone was stupid. Although, although, hear me out on this and don't send me hate mail. Some could argue that Apple's model of making things extremely user-friendly Here it comes. versus Android system and other Here the early BlackBerry smartphone systems was because uh-huh. they felt people were not smart enough to operate these devices, and they were far too complicated for their own good. <laughs> That's why you and I both have them. Yep, I am a proud <laughs> iPhone user. <laughs> I got me saying... one of them iPhones. Yeah, I'm not saying that if you use iPhone, you're stupid. I'm not saying that. But the initial thought was, let's make this as easy as possible <laughs> so more people can use it. That That's that's good design, though. That's make Apple and Mac computers in a nutshell. Yeah. Hmm. What innocent item gets suspicious if you own too much of it? <laughs> oh, that, that could be a lot of things. Uh, toilet um, paper? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Can we go with, go with toilet paper right now? Yeah, what what innocent items like uh hand sanitizer like the guy that bought the 17,000 bottles and Yeah, and then wanted pity from people because he couldn't sell it because they wouldn't well, let him in. Thankfully he's donating that from what I heard, but Yeah, smart. That is a major D move right there. Innocent item that gets suspicious if you own too much of it. Um you know what about something just totally Dolls. innocent? Huh? Dolls. Doll. 
dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creepy doll. We've all had that grandma that has 500 porcelain dolls hidden in an attic. Um, <laughs> what about something super soul. innocent like chapstick or Carmex or something like that? Hmm. I mean, you start carrying around. You, you see some of these people, yeah, they have like 47 tubes of chapstick, and that, that's a little weird. I mean, I think it goes without saying, you know, too much ammunition is always looked at weird. <laughs> Although people have different yeah. different ideas of what's too much. Because if you're actually into firearms and into yeah, shooting, that's true. A thousand rounds is not a lot if you compete if you're competitive shooting or if you're big time into hunting and marksmanship and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. But um let's see. What about um innocent what what about like I mean for us it wouldn't apply being guys necessarily, but like makeup like if you have tons of it like people start suspi- getting suspicious you're you know hiding something or <laughs> i don't know about that one maybe i'm hiding a, a beauty mark or a, a scar <laughs> what about too much uh, milk yeah that's true because <laughs> buckets there's and buckets no of way Crisco. yeah there's only so much any one person could use you'd have to start assuming oh they're making some kind of drugs out of that <laughs> I think so. Mm. Probably making those milk drugs. Yeah. What What about yeah. something like food items, like uh, like tons of jelly, or you know, like butter or, or peanut butter or something? <laughs> I don't like think that. you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> Quite honestly, um, yeah, I don't know. That's I think too much of anything one. makes people question it. But you never know. You know, am I buying in bulk because I'm the head of a camp? And I'm making food. I mean, right. I don't, well, I don't think I guess, food's quite as suspicious, but I guess that's the thing for me. I think of when I when I think of someone buying, you know, too much um, of a food item or any item. I, I think like beyond the bulk stage. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's one thing to go to to Sam's Club or Costco or something and just load up on. You know, here's the giant, you know, 97-ounce jar of mayonnaise or whatever. I don't know. Yep. But when you go into a, a regular store and all of a sudden you've got, like, 30 jars of mayonnaise, like you cleared the shelf of all the mayonnaise, that yeah. would be a little weird. That would be a little strange. <laughs> Speedos? Um, obviously, it goes without saying prof- prophylactics and control uh, yeah. items. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that See, my favorite thing... When I was a little younger, favorite thing to do, <laughs> my, you know, huh? some guys are very, just follow me on this. Some guys are very like, At no way I will not go to the store and buy my wife's like feminine hygiene products, oh, stuff like that, please. right? Yeah, you got to do it. But one of my things I used to love doing is if I had to pick up something like that, I would always try and find one or two other things that were completely unrelated, but that I thought would be absolutely hilarious for the cashier to be looking at going, what is this guy doing? <laughs> so it'd yeah. be like, uh, you know, I'd get, you know, buy her, her tampons on, and I'd be like, oh, here's some fishing lures. And then uh, next to that, we'd buy some sunflower <laughs> seeds, you know, just random stuff. And just it's be a I long would, trip. Yeah. I always just love <laughs> the look uh, on the face or else try to put things together. That's like, you know, the feminine products for her. And then maybe, uh, you know, like some earplugs for me or something, <laughs> you know, something like that, where it would make the cashier just kind of look like, huh? Or if you go and you buy, you buy uh red hats and rope and you're in Chicago at a hardware store <laughs> yeah, and, and you're friends with Jesse Smollett and you decide you want to yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, stage a crime. Yeah, yeah. Typically, well, you don't want to buy like you know rope, firearms, ski masks. Big well, rope bags. would be a good one. Rope is pretty <laughs> innocent, but if you start buying tons of it, mm, what's people this guy are gonna, doing? Yeah, they're gonna start wondering. Must have one of them cowboy shows. What What about like uh, just camouflage clothing? Mm. I mean, I'm a hunter, so I own camo, and I, I think some know. people do buy so much camo that it makes you question. But I guess it would depend. Like, are you buying like, oh, here's a shirt or two today, and then like another one or two next week, and building out a wardrobe? Or if you went in and were like, here's 25 shirts and 15 pairs of pants, and you know, all of that, you know, it's all for, at once. It's for my my uh, um, what do you call it? <laughs> Can't think of it. The militia. That's what I was like. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a that's an interesting question. Well, I'm going to be next words. time I go in the store. I'm going to be looking like oh, if someone bought a lot of that, that would look pretty suspicious. Yeah. I'm going to need all your tasers, right? <laughs> batteries. I need five thousand batteries. <laughs> um, if you have ten minutes to show someone from 1995. Stuff on your phone to blow their mind as much as possible. What do you show them? I, I me, think you'd have to. Easy. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to start with just the fact you can pull up everything. The internet, you know, tell them, <laughs> pick something and pull it up. I was going to say the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, animated. You can touch this and it'll respond to your touch. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> you don't even have to touch it. You can just put the button and talk to it. Yeah, Siri, no would, Siri or the, the, you know, Android equivalent, that would be a good one. So, um, phone technology aside, if you got ten minutes to show them really cool stuff from nineteen ninety five, um, yeah, maybe as quick as possible, show them you know historical disasters that have happened since nineteen ninety five, and be like, you've got to stop this, Oof. and just put that on their conscience, right? <laughs> Conscious yeah, conscience, but then you're tampering with the timeline. Hey, they're already from nineteen ninety five. I don't know. Yeah, that's They're the true. ones tampering. <laughs> Actually, did they come to me or did I go right. back in time to them? That that's Ooh, the question. That's yeah, that's a good true. Question. Butterfly effect. But let's say we 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 keep the question really really simple, and all we're trying to do is just blow their minds with some kind of technology. Right. Mm. Right. You know, fantasy. Like for me, 1995. This will sound really lame. Back then, I was in a fantasy football league with a couple good friends, and we used mm-hmm. to have to buy. Uh, newspapers every every Monday and Tuesday and compile all the stats by hand and everything else, seeing fantasy football the way it exists now just on your phone would have blown our, my mind back then. Mm. Yep. Seeing, I mean, seeing some of the games on a phone yeah. that are graphically more advanced than anything we had in 1995 would have blown my mind. Oh, I would just bring up FaceTime. Bam. Yeah. Hey, you know that stuff they always tease you with in movies that we're someday gonna do someday gonna do in the future? Yeah. Here it is. Remember and then the I would aliens? probably I would probably make them watch the lobster. Oh you only have ten minutes. <laughs> well that's all they need. <laughs> that opening scene yeah. where she shoots the that's donkey. Scene. Plenty. <laughs> yep. <You're> done. <laughs> oh man. There, there would be I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, like you 25 said. 25 years later, what are you going to... Yeah, well, like you said, open up the phone and just show them anything, they're going to be mind blown. <laughs> Here's a picture of me playing an Xbox. What's an Xbox? Right. 
How did you get that picture of you on that little device? I mean, you could show them advances in music. You could show them, you know, and they might go, what? I thought grunge was going to be around forever. <laughs> be like, here's a picture of Metallica now. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. All your favorites <laughs> from 95, Cobain, oh. uh, Chris Cornell, <laughs> all these rock guys are either old men or dead. Okay. Here's the ultimate. You're going to blow their mind. Mm-hmm. Google their own name. Ooh. Yeah, that's guaranteed. Hey, I found a picture of you. Oh, you you died two years ago. Oh. <laughs> I went dark. I went dark. Wow. <laughs> or, or uh, oh, you got you gained a lot of weight. <laughs> You're the CEO of Yahoo. You know that nice, Sorry. long rock and roll <laughs> hair you have right now? <laughs> All you got left is a skullet by the year 2020. I'm sorry. <laughs> a skullet? Have you ever heard of a skullet? No, I have not. It's it's a mullet without the top, like oh. you're bald. If I grew my hair so long, long, that's long what I'd hair. have. Oh, well, time <laughs> to skullet, start is now. It's a skullet and a mustache. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe some 1980s glasses. Oh, yeah. Yep. You'll Bringing be it back. Total level three. And a fanny pack. Yep. Why not? Actually, here's what the internet's for in, in, in 25 years. It's just cats. Just yeah. cat videos. Cats and GIFs. TikToks. People hating each other. It's right, great. Right. All right. Last question. All right. What are some moments in movies that made you go, uh, it doesn't work like that? Oof. Do you have anything off the top? Pretty much every movie. Let's, let's start with the movie Hackers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and where to hack, you just go like this. <laughs> just type a lot, and then your your interface and this Jurassic Park, same thing. She's yep. sitting there typing, and the interface to do stuff is like flying around a three dimensional world. Right. <laughs> None right. of it works like that at all. Not even close. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give you a more practical one. All right. Fire up any Hallmark movie that has anything <laughs> to do with a photographer or a musician. Yep. And you'll notice they have no idea how cameras work how photography works, how editing works, Photoshop. Photoshop in movies is another good one in just in general, but Hallmark movies. Oh, enhance. Yeah, enhance. enhance. And suddenly they've got live 3D rendering as if it came out of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. or something. We were able to pinpoint the different triangulation points of the blah, blah, blah. And we got a perfect 3D rendition of what happened, even though we had no cameras there. Right. Okay. Yep. I mean, and clearly, I mean, lightsabers just... Why Why do they end? Why wouldn't they just be a beam of light that goes on forever? Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> In the words of Michael Scott, why are you the way you are? <laughs> That's what she said? <laughs> oh, that was his other no, I've, words, always, but... I've often wondered the same thing. How, how are they, how does a lightsaber end? And, you know, obviously it wouldn't, mm. but um, we're talking Star Wars technology, a little bit different. Yeah, bit yeah. Different. But I mean, it's whether it's hacking or whether it's a lot of times firearms in movies. Yeah, there's one of the scenes of Walking Dead where they're. Oh um, yeah, I think it was like the opener. He, he's got a Glock which does not have a safety on it. Mm-hmm. It just you know the trigger is the safety, and he goes, he's like, take your safety off. He says to the deputy, and he like, he he turns his gun to the side and then presses the the mag release button, <laughs> <laughs> drops all his bullets then, on the ground. 
<laughs> no, he just he just gently caressed it, like tapped it or something. I I swear that's how in my memory that's how it looked. It might be completely different, but that was like the, the pilot episode. And then there was uh, there was another episode where none of the slides on the guns worked. You just get the little flash, and there's no recoil. It's like, right. Pew, pew. It's like, so somebody's just photoshopping where they want them to shoot. Right. I mean, cars- and also their ability to hit zombies directly in the head. We've talked about that before. Right. No one's that good of a shot. No. I, I I always find car physics to be another one where it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. not even talking about the, uh, you know, I mean, granted, it, it's fun to watch, but the nonsense you see like in the Fast and the Furious series, but just mm-hmm. regular driving stuff where it's like, okay, come on. Yep. They're, they're going to hit a ramp and jump just perfectly off of another car that had some garbage piled up and they just drove right over it. And Yeah, pretty much any movie stunt. Yeah. Anytime Especially where, is, they do wire, where they do wire work and then they, they take the wires out digitally. Right. Right. <laughs> the human body doesn't act like that. And either. I mean, the Hulk, come on. I mean, how it come work he, like that, guys? Gamma rays don't do that. How come his pants only rip below the knees? I mean, come on. That's a. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. His waist is like four times bigger. It doesn't rip at all. Right. It should be completely naked. Yeah, it's just those massive calf muscles that rip out at the bottom, but the rest yeah, of it yeah, stretches yeah. with them. Yeah, it's the calf muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeepers. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, the last the last entry I've got for that is just basic relationships. Yeah. Everything's, True. you know, the weird romance and I don't know. And now, Digital Soup Recommendations. All right. My first recommendation is actually, it's more of a system, and it's called Unify by Ubiqu- Ubiquity. And this is a Wi-Fi system that is actually, it can be used in your house or it can be used in a in a business. And I've actually installed this in both one of my friend's houses to get his wireless working throughout his his three-story and in my church where we have to have multiple access points and VLANs and split it up. Right. And it's kind of cool. The the stuff is fairly inexpensive. They've got a different uh, range of switches and access points and security gateway and stuff like that. And they've got so far what I've found to be the most easy to use interface for managing all this stuff that I've ever seen, where you've got a mobile app or you've just got this web application that shows you all your devices, all of your clients, um, statistics on everything. You can update the firmware through all of it and it can even send you alerts if there's a problem on the network. It's just been super easy to use. And so, um, yeah, for, for our, you, you can scale the system up. You can add as many devices as you want and it'll it'll handle it. It's just really, really cool. It's called Unify. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. How about yourself? Well, I'm going to recommend another podcast. Now, you know, we're big fans of We're Alive, these audio dramas that are coming out. We're Alive is fantastic. So good. And listener of the show, good friend of the show, Patreon supporter of the show, the mailman himself, sent me a, a message about a week or so, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. saying you have to check out this podcast. In fact, it was his uh, significant other that told him to send this to me because she thought I'd dig it. And it's a podcast called The Edge of Sleep. There's only eight episodes. It's an audio drama, kind of short story format. Very similar to We're Alive. If you skip through the titles and the ad breaks, 
you're looking at about 15, 20 minutes an episode. Here's the premise. When a night watchman finishes his shift at work, he is terrified to discover that everyone in the world who went to sleep the previous night has died. Now, he and a band of survivors must stay awake and uncover the secret of this global epidemic before they fall asleep. Oh, cool. It is very good. I listened to the whole thing start to finish about a day and a half, two days, because I just binged it. It was really good. It also, I I started listening to it when things got real crazy in the real world with all the virus stuff. Not the best timing because it definitely is kind of an uneasy feeling, but this isn't some sort of virus. This is um, something to do with sleep. It's something very different. I suspect they're leading to a season two. I hope they are, but keep in mind, a lot of people will be a little upset at the ending, but think of those stories like you tell on yesterday's sci-fi where sometimes the stories, they just wrap. It's a short story. This is very much that, and it's very, very good. So I hear a slight warning about the ending. You may not enjoy the ending. I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. Some people might be disappointed. Is it the Scooby-Doo ending? Uh, No, no, no. I won't spoil it. for you dang kids. Yeah, no, nothing. Everybody in the sleep would have been awake and alive. Nothing like that at all. It's just... soldering. Yeah, <laughs> some shattering on my sleep. You need some shattering, eh? Yeah. It's wild, though, when they start, like, figuring out what's going on. And All right. I have subscribed to that as we very speak. Very cool. It's put out by a company called Q-Code Media. So. Oh, that sounds very story time-ish. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as always, yeah, as always, since we just started this, we are going to be adding some some songs to our Digital Soup playlist. My recommended song today is called California Cast Iron Soul by a band called Jamestown Revival. It's just a good tune. Check it out. Yeah, I listened to it uh, a couple times here. It's got a, what would you describe it as? It's not uh, not country, but it's kind of that folksy, relaxed. Yeah, it's, it's like an American folk kind of a modern song. Yeah. Very yeah, good harmonies. Yeah, that's strong harmony. Say. Very yeah, strong yeah. harmony work. I dug it. Yeah, it's, I, dug it. I like it a lot. I, I went I went kind of to a, a bit of musical comfort food for myself with all the craziness going on in the world. I just wanted something that uh, was one Michael of my Jackson. favorite songs. And it's, it's a song called The Outlaw Torn by Metallica. It was the final track on their 1996 album, Load. Ah. And it's it's got a bit of a slow burn to it, but the chorus in this song, I just, I love the message of it. It's kind of this, this idea of, of a person who... On the outside, you know, like when you see that their face gets serious, beware, you know, like mm. when it's, it's kind of a mix of asking for help, but also a warning. It's just one of those songs, one of my favorite songs. I just, it's kind of got a slow groove to it, slow build. And I just, I love it. And it's, it's one of those, like I said, musical comfort foods that when things feel crazy, I'll pop that on and just listen to it and chill out for a little bit. I'm just weird. Crank it up at work on a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm very weird that like Metallica for me because I spent so much time listening to it as a kid and I grew up with it and I love the music. Sure. A lot of it, sometimes it'll, you know, I can use it to get me like pumped up and like, oh, I'm ready to go. Other times it's very much like, even though the music's fast and heavy and intense, it can be a very much calming aspect for me. So, but this song is is for Metallica, pretty chill. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Hey, super friends, as you know, we don't have any fancy sponsors, but we do have some important information for you, so listen up. First, if you want to keep up with everything we're doing here at Digital Soup, including how to find us on social media, all the ways to subscribe, and even how to support the show, head to digitalsouppodcast.com. We appreciate all of your support, including sharing Digital Soup with your friends. But if you want to do more than share, hit that button that says Patreon on the site and help support the show by becoming a Digital Soup Patreon backer. Of course, Dave and I stay busy with our own projects outside of the kitchen as well. Dave is having creativity-fueled discussions designed to motivate, inspire, and encourage you along your own adventures in creativity with the Adventures in Creativity podcast. You'll find him at AICpod.com. And if you're interested in some amazing sci-fi stories from years gone by, I've got you covered with Yesterday's Sci-Fi. These are amazing classic sci-fi stories in an audiobook format. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to YesterdaySciFi.com for all the details. Man, that's a lot, huh? Well, just remember this. DigitalSoupPodcast.com, YesterdaySciFi.com, and AICpod.com. Now then... Thank you again, all of you that are listening, for taking time to join us every week, and let's get back to the show. All right, so now <laughs> let's get on to the biggest question today, and we'll try and fly through this so we don't get too long, but this is a fun one. I wanted to, uh, to answer the biggest question this week that I know you're all wondering, the question nobody asked but us. What are the 10 most dangerous GIFs of all time? And I'm not talking about animated GIFs. I realize I slurred that. I'm talking about gifts that you can give somebody. So this is a list from Listverse uh, made by a user over there named Deanna J. Samuels. You can check the list out in the show notes if you want. But I thought this would be a fun one, a little bit outside the geek realm. And there's some doozies on here. So let's find out what the top 10 most dangerous gifts of all time are. Let us discover. So it looks like number 10 is mm -hmm. aqua dots. I have not heard of this, but um, according to this, these are dots that you expose to water mm -hmm. and then they, they basically, there's little beads that stick together when they're exposed to water. They're tiny. They're edible, not on purpose, but you could accidentally eat them is what I mean. Disclaimer, don't eat these. When it comes to aqua dots, apparently when digested, they turn into GHB, the date rape drug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. One child having swallowed a handful of the beads had a seizure and fell into a coma. Yeah. Oh, no. These are insane. Is that that's a real thing? Well, I'm, I'm assuming so. Like I said, this isn't our list. This is off of the listverse.com site, but that's terrible. Yeah. That's from like 2007. It looks like the beads would fuse together. Yep. Oh, man. Scary stuff. And that's only number 10. Gosh. <laughs> I'm reading the, the, the U.S. the Consumer Product Safety Commission on the Aquadots right now. Children became unconscious after swallowing beads. Oh. Comatose, develop respiratory depression, or have seizures. Oh, man. That's yeah. just the worst. Anyway, okay. I'm glad that's been no longer on the market for 13 years. <laughs> right. That was a, that's really dangerous. Right. You do not want that. Exactly. What's number nine? Number nine. Everyone knows it. It's been around for years. It's the Easy Bake Oven. 
And I've always wondered this, like this thing can cook food. Why would you give a child ages eight plus a toy that is an oven can reach temperatures of 350 degrees? There's no way. As they said, that's hot enough to bake a chicken breast. It uses a light bulb though. Can that really get that hot? I don't know. That's what they're saying. I got to look this up because that just, oh my gosh, 375. (laughs) Right. So apparently back in 2007, they suffered a recall not once but twice within a few months after several children got their fingers caught in the doors and burned them, often severely. One child reportedly even had to have portions of a finger amputated after it cooked it to the bone. Uh, terrifying. Don't give this to your kids. Well, I know a lot of people that had these. I remember a lot of They were popular forever. Learn to bake. You know right. what? Instead of, you know, because the problem is your kids are going to use this unsupervised. And right. it's an oven. And they think it's a toy. Yeah, because it says electric toy on it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Teach your kids to cook in the actual kitchen, supervised. <laughs> right. Go. Number eight, hoverboards. This one's we're not talking me. about these boards don't work on water. Right. Dry. We're talking about the little hoverboards that I can't stand on because I don't get it and I'm old and overweight. Right. But these things burst into flames due to the batteries. This terrifies me because we have two of these in my house. Well, there's no time like that. I want okay, listeners, let's let's hear what it sounds like for Dave to try to get on one of these during I, this podcast. Go. I thankfully can't do it because I am too big. They have a, <laughs> the ones we got for our kids, they have a weight restriction, and I am uh in this one instance thankful that I am old and fat. Because <laughs> I don't have to try and do it. Well. Best two out of three. Yeah, but right. they're saying these things, you know, were were like they're saying bursting into flames. Um, now I don't know if this was on the initial release. I mean, you would think if that was still happening, they wouldn't sell them. And we, we just got these this Christmas. So Hmm. hopefully it makes me want to get rid of them. But on the, on the bright side for us is that the kids, my, my son loves his, but he uses it so much it's cracked and he, you know, his will be shot before we have to worry about it. I think. And my daughter's kind of like, eh, it's fine, whatever. She's kind of not into it. So I'm hoping sure. by summertime it'll get out in the garage storage or something like that and not have to worry about it. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. So number well, that's seven. Still, that's scary. Yeah. Skydancer dolls. I don't know what these are. Never heard of them. Well, it looks like it was a mix between Barbie and a Beyblade, which I don't know what that is, but they're little fairy fairy-esque toys that would soar in the air spinning in circles with these blade-like wings whirling away oh <laughs> and in this person's words right into your face where they would proceed to slice and dice you like a discount ham <laughs> you know i think i have seen these because they're on a base and then you like there's some kind of button or trigger mechanism you pull in and it shoots them off up into the air where it's spinning and then the yeah. The things lift up, and as they're spinning, they act like those little whirly bird things, you know, that in nature, like the seed pods. And they'll just kind of float around and land softly. But, yeah, if they're spinning at a high rate of speed, yeah, I could see that hard plastic wings just slapping you in the face and cutting you to shreds. <laughs> Nothing like the old wing slap. Sticking your hand up in a ceiling fan or something. Yikes. <laughs> 
<laughs> this right. article. This list not suitable for children, but a great for a ranged weapon in the '90s theme battle. <laughs> Kudos to the author for bringing the humor. I like it. Yes. So what's yes. number six? What do we got? We've got a CSI fingerprint examination kit. Now sounds pretty cool. You know, you see a lot of spy kits and stuff like that. Um, this says you you know you could actually pick up actual fingerprints to inspect and compare and you know solve mysteries. Of course. They say you can also get cancer and die because the fingerprint powder <laughs> contained asbestos. In oh, fact, no. the powder was roughly 7% asbestos, which is more oh. than enough to give you mesothelioma and render you eligible oh. for financial compensation. Um, they always have ads for somebody like a, a lawyer with, yeah. have you or your, one of your loved ones suffered from mesothelioma caused by right. asbestos? Right. And this is something that... Uh, you know, it seems like these aren't on the market anymore, obviously, but what a... Why wouldn't they just... Isn't cornstarch just cheaper? Something. Why, why Powdered put, sugar, flour, anything. Well, it's a... Wow. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things, folks. <laughs> Number five is roller skating Barbie. Yeah. Um. So rolling out in the 80s, roller skating Barbie was a big hit until it was discovered that her skates were literally creating sparks that would light anything even a little flammable <laughs> like a candle. Welcome to the 80s. <laughs> toy safety. You remember that Saturday Night Live skit where it was like uh, the... the the toy company with Dan Aykroyd? Oh. And he's like trying to defend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like... Now what about what about this uh bag of bag of broken glass? It's like yeah, we got a bag of rocks, bag of broken glass, uh, bag of nails. <laughs> yeah, these I never saw. I kind of vaguely remember them when I was a kid, but I mean, what in the world? Like you got to think they know that oh, these things when they move shoot off sparks. And in the era they of take, like you know, hairspray <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, the 80s. Oh, man, the bangs went up, I bet. Yeah. They're, it's probably those same kind of mechanism that they put in a lighter when you yeah when you would roll it. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, All right, what, what, what's number four? All right, number four is something called a Gilbert U-238 Lab, also known as an Atomic <laughs> Energy Lab. Now, it looks Sweet. like a – this is back in the in the 50s. This looks um, like it matches our, our show art. Right. And it looks like, oh, this is cool. Teach kids about science, a little science kit, everything well, else. Physics. Except they actually included, apparently, three different samples of active uranium ore, along with a small lab in which you could examine the materials, a Geiger counter in case you wanted to know how much radiation oh, wow. was coming off. Uh, Do they still have this on eBay? They, yeah, apparently these contained real live active radioactive uranium ore now that i mean what are these i suppose they just didn't know any better but man here you go kid have some radioactive you know materials and and look at them play with them every day if you can wow they sell there's a lot of ads for sale or or you can get the box for $950 oh just the box wow wow I mean, it's cool looking if it didn't have, you know, the radiation involved. It's very retro. Yeah. You know, from the 50s, <laughs> you know, one of those things. Wow. One, one other advertisement is like a girl with her skirt pulled up, laying on the floor, looking back at you while Oh, reading. boy. <laughs> what a... Yep. Welcome to the 50s. Brought, brought to you 50s ad marketing campaign. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't want to have, a you know, a third head or anything, you don't get that one. 
Number three, Aqua Leisure Inflatable Baby Boat. Yeah, no surprise to see something like this on this list. Wow. It, yeah, it looks I, like... I, uh, I'm actually going to read the author's stuff here. Is that right? right? Yep, go for it. Imagine this. It's summer, and you're throwing a party to celebrate the fact that you've gotten a new pool. One of the big, deep ones. The kind that they show the elephants stomping on in commercials. You have your baby in the pool with you, in the little baby boat you just bought her. You look away for a second, but you hear the sound of tiny stitches popping. You swing back around just in time to see your baby slip under the water, headed for the bottom. This was the situation that faced many parents after the baby boat from Aqualeisure was found to have a defect in the stitching of the seat when it ripped, and it was fond of doing, dumped the baby straight down into the water, where several almost drowned. Oh, yikes. That is terrifying. <laughs> it kind of goes in line with number two. Right. The the water slide, the slip and slide. Everyone's seen Which, them in your yards, right? I still have one. Yeah. Kids it's, love it. It's as, got an inflatable end on it. Yeah. Well, and these ones didn't back then. I think they've no, added that. No, ours never did. Yeah. And because that's <laughs> so, what they're saying is that, you know, kids loved it. Parents loved it. And they wanted to try it. And then it says, all seems well until your husband decides to be a clown and just on the slip and slide as well. Um, things are going good till he hits the end of the slide and nearly breaks his neck and definitely slips a disc or three being thrown into the grass from a sudden stop. Cause yeah, you'd go flying down this thing. And if, if you were going too fast, you run out of uh runway as they say, and it's instant stop time. <laughs> yep. I always had more of a problem cause nobody had yards that weren't like that were nice and smooth. Your, oh. Everyone's yards are. Bumpy just full of like rocks and yeah. bumps and dips and you're just like dig, 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 and then you hit that somebody used a screwdriver to hold one of the rivets down or one of the grommets down and like, <laughs> let's let's just not do the old slip and slide although kids today still love it mine like it let's do the slip and slide uh, but you guarantee I'm like walking the path and putting my hands through the grass to look for rocks and stuff. Well, I never quite understand like why they didn't make them with some kind of like sturdy base you'd lay down first. Oh, so you could buy another one. Well, like a solid rubber mat or something that was thick enough where mm. you wouldn't feel the ground underneath or, or something yeah, that's yeah. kind of just inflatable. So it was like six inches thick inflated and you'd just jump on it and, you know, and fly. But I don't know. Well, what's our number one well, on this we're, list? Well, we're going back to the 50s. Yes. I believe. 50s, 40s, somewhere in there. And it is okay. something that is called the Gilbert Castor Kit. Uh, castor Kit. Um, basically, Not castration. Yeah, these are the same people that had the, uh, the, the radioactive materials. And uh, according to the description of this product, based on this list here, you simply cast your own little soldier toys and paint them loving. You know, but cast them, it means taking molten metal, putting them in a die, and making your own figures, and then you could paint them. The only problem is that they are cast out of melted lead. Real, actual, brain-damaging lead, <laughs> as the article <laughs> says. So they would give you blocks of lead that you would then melt down, pour into, because it's got a low melting point, and then pour into yeah. these metal, you know, um, dye. And, and you can play with them, put them in your mouth, go out and play in the deet for a while. <laughs> right. And, they, and then you paint them up and everything. Yeah. And wow. they were this telling kids, here you go, play with some lead. <laughs> so is this worse or better than the radioactive? You know, given the choice between the two, I would put the radioactive material in number one. 
I would too. Now, this you can still find on eBay. Yeah. 400 bucks will get you a 1931 Gilbert Caster kit. Ooh, so it's older even. You can cast lead Indians and soldiers figurines. Wow. Wow. That is... That's incredible. You you think about... I, I wonder <laughs> what toys are out there today. I mean, hoverboards yeah. are, are on this list, and that's probably the most modern one. But what toys today are they going to look back at you know, a hundred years later, almost oh. 90 years later and be like, what were they thinking? Maybe all the slime the kids are playing with today, which yeah. <laughs> it's like full. Turns out it was full of acid. They've well, been tripping balls ever since there were three. I don't know what the pre-made slime is made out of, but I know it's popular. These kids make their own and that's like yeah. Elmer's glue and cornstarch and something. Yep, some else. Borax and some, other, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty tame, but still okay, uh, it's like, ugh. Some honorable mentions here um, down in the comment section on this article. Yeah. Lawn darts. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Definitely lawn darts. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, <laughs> baby guns. Red Rider. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my kids got one. Heck yeah. My kids have them right now. Yeah. Got to learn early. That was a good list. I really liked that one. Yeah. That it, was fun. That's fun. And, I, you know, I wanted to find something that wasn't necessarily like movies or games like we've done because this is the new new era. We're doing something a little different. So let's uh, let's do something fun. Oh, my gosh. This person. Pro tip. If you want more speed, this is in the comments. If you want more speed on the slip and slide, <laughs> squirt half a bottle of dishwashing liquid on the surface of the slide <laughs> And watch as young and old alike fly uncontrollably off the end. Oh, 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 oh my God. That is brilliant. <laughs> wow. Oh, here's another comment. You ever put Play-Doh in your mouth? Yeah, well, Nana sucked on three uranium rocks that she kept in a jar right above her head. And at school, she was popular because her head got the best Geiger counter reaction. <laughs> Oh, wow. that's so terrible. Well, well another guy in here says, when I was 15 yeah. in 1973, my parents gave me a mini bike with a full power engine attached to the frame for Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, my dad wants to get my son a, a mini bike, which they're limited now, you know, speed wise. Wow. But even that, I'm like, nope, nope. My son is a daredevil. He has no fear. It's like, no, he doesn't need that. <laughs> oh, yep. Those are the ones that are going to make their own jump. Napoleon Dynamite style. Uh, exactly. Exactly. That's oh. him to a T. Well, good stuff. Um, yeah, that's the soup for the day. It's the soup du jour. Soup du jour. Nothing else you'd add to that list that wasn't in the comments? Lawn darts yeah, was the only one I could think of. Yeah, off the top of my head, I mean, those are more dangerous than anything I ever played with. So, You know, honestly, <laughs> one that I could see people looking back at today would be mm-hmm. Nerf guns. Even though they're fairly safe, but <laughs> most most of these things, they shoot at a velocity where if you hit someone in the eye, you're going to do some damage. Not yeah. as much as an airsoft gun. Well, that's true. Airsoft is way worse. Paintball is but another Yeah, you don't one. hand airsoft to your kids. I hope right. people out there listening don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Um, Wouldn't yeah. be prudent. Bag of broken glass. <laughs> bag of rocks. <laughs> Might as well find that clip. Yeah. <laughs> we will throw it in the show notes. That's a classic. All right. Well, from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, all you guys. Have a good week. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining us, and come back next week for another cracking episode of The Digital Soup Podcast. This has been a Digital Soup production.